I think we could do this all day, couldn't we? Uh, because it is a sweet song that we sing, uh, that we're singing today. And um, I'm so thankful to be in Shinkatead here. Um, I, I am amazed at how blessed we are. Um, not this building, not this island, not these people necessarily, just that God is here among us. And so we have nothing to praise other than God Himself. Um, and so, uh, just amazing to me, I'll read you this Scripture in the 7th chapter of Deuteronomy. For thou art an holy people, this is Moses speaking to the children of Israel, for thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God, for the Lord thy God hath chosen thee. To be a special people unto himself. Yeah, that's right. Above all people that are on the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you. Nor choose you because you were more in number. Than any people. And you see that in the world today. Boy you see something get popular and it goes viral as they say. And boy everybody jumps on board and they get all behind it. And get all excited about it. But. That's not the way of God. That is not the way of God. The Lord did not set His love upon you when choose you because you were more in number than any people. For you were the fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you and because He would keep the oath that He swear unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, He is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love Him and keep His commandments to a thousand generations. And repayeth them that hate Him to their face. To destroy them. He will not be slack to them that hateth Him. He will repay him to his face. Thou shalt therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command thee this day to do them. Well, we're incredibly blessed. I, 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 every time I come to Shinkatech, I, I think that and I, I think you do. You look out and see the beauty that God has, has, has for us here in such a beautiful place that we're in and God has made all of it. And uh, then I get, I think it's a little, um, it's almost better that everybody's just sort of crammed in here. Sort of, you feel like they're just all around, they're just right here, you know, just on every side. And I, I love that uh, so much. And I, I'm thankful for the bonds that we have. And as Brother Gene mentioned, uh, Brother Bodie, you know, I didn't know you. I think I've said that before. I didn't know Brother Bodie 15 years ago. I didn't even know who he was. You'd pointed me out. I couldn't have told you who he was. And yet now there's a bond there. And I hug his neck when he walks in. And that is only through the love of God. It doesn't come through anything else. And so if we have any message to you today uh, at all, and it's been, I feel like I'm backing up the brothers that have already spoken, um, but the message is the fact that bind yourself to God and God alone. Everything else in this world will fail. It will come to naught. It'll be strewn aside and will come to nothing. But it, the Scripture says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, y'all live in this world today just like we all do. and You see ungodly all around us. It's on every hand. You, you, you don't have to... You can turn on a television or fire up a computer or look at Facebook. And there's ungodly 
all around us. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. And so the question is, where are you getting your counsel this morning? And I don't, that is not a question to those that are lost. It is, but it's also a question to those who aren't lost. Where are we getting our counsel? And as Brother Tim talked about the importance of the Word of God, uh, let us stand on the Word of God. God has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. There's nothing. He didn't leave something out. He didn't say, well, I forgot. that It's all covered here in the Word of God. Everything you need, He hath provided. And so, uh, what's the rest of that verse? I got lost. Um, that, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in, the, and in His law shall He meditate day and night. And so I'm thankful tonight. And I want to be that uh, here this morning and, and in my life. I can't be a sufficient husband or a sufficient father or a sufficient anything man of God in this world unless I keep my delight in the law of the Lord. And so um, just share with you a few little scriptures that God has given me this week. As as most of you all know, as Brother Gene referred to, we were at Uncle Leon's funeral last weekend. And one of the things that was mentioned um, or was on the, the thing that one of his favorite verses was, that verse over there in the 127th chapter of Psalm, except the Lord build the house. They labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city. The watchman waketh. But in vain, it is vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrows, for so He giveth His beloved sleep. And I want to tell you that you know, Uncle Leon was a giant to me. Um, He was... um, of course, he was my uncle by, biologically, uh, but he was not a giant to me because he was, my, he was related to me biologically. Um, but what a man of God. And so we, and, and of course, I, I feel like that we're surrounded. We just sang a song um, about, I, I can't think of the words now, but uh, we just sang a song about those that have gone on before us. And, and so many have died. And, and so it, it's true. And, and I know every one of us have somebody in, in your life that was a person of God or a man of God. And I, I don't know that we really fully recognize the blessing that you have to be in this church. This is a fairly nondescript church on a fairly nondescript island, so to speak. It's a little out of the way. You didn't pass by here and decide to stop. You kind of, this is a destination, right? So you came here. And, and whatever brought you here yeah. is God working in your life. And I, I don't necessarily mean it's not within the walls of these buildings. There's nothing special about these studs that are in these walls. Um, and so, but it is God working with you because God loved you. Just because He loved you. And so the, the, the challenge that we have in a world today, I talked to a guy yesterday um, who was raised in another faith and he told me the old joke about some man dying and going to heaven and, and uh, then walking around and saying, well, just be very quiet because, you know, there's a group behind here that thinks they're the only ones here. And so, you know, I've heard that for many years and, and it, it actually, funny enough, uh, it had been prescribed to different religions. But God has given us His Word. It is not unclear. It is not, uh, it's, not it, it's very clear and it's very simple. And so, all he asked for us to do is follow it. And so, um, 
how blessed we are. How, how amazingly blessed. And yet we go back to that verse. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it because we cannot do anything of ourselves. I thought of the story of David going to fight Goliath and yes. he, you know, ran to, he said he ran to meet him. But before he went to meet Goliath, he came and they were all in disarray and just read the story this week. And I, I you know, and he said, who is this man that defileth the armies of the living God? And he, and, and so he went before the king and, and the king said, well, well, who are you? You're but a youth. And he is a man of war from his youth. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so, just and, and, and David just said, I will go. Yeah. And so that's what God is asking for us. Yes. He's just asking for your desire to serve Him. God will fight the battle. <laughs> that part's easy. It's, yeah. He chose five smooth stones yeah. and He needed one. <laughs> God will fight the battle. I don't know. I'm sure he was a pretty good shot with that sling, but I believe God will fight the battle regardless of where it is. And so uh, he gives us some instruction here. I'm going to be very quick. I'm not going to be long. Uh, but he does give us some instruction here. When the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee. He talked about all the people that were in front of these. And I, you know, you go back and read this in Deuteronomy about how God brought them out of the land of Egypt. And what a mighty, amazing thing. I just finished studying that just a few weeks ago. And, and the, when he brought them to the Red Sea, and there was this, the Red Sea in front of them, yeah. and a whole army behind them, and they're stuck. Yeah. They, had, they felt like, I'm sure there was no way out. And yet, God made a way out, didn't He? We know the story. He spread that Red Sea and they walked by on dry ground. And when when the Egyptians came in after them, all the horses and all the Pharaoh's chosen chariots, and they all marched in there. And they're, I'm sure they're right there, just closing in on them, just right there, going to reach them. And He closed that sea up on them. And it, the Scripture says, and there remained not so much as one of them. They were all gone. Everything was gone. And so God's deliverance is complete. It's, it's full. It's not partial, but God's deliverance is complete. And so they had all these nations, the Hittites and the Girgashites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Perizzites. I see better. Hang on. And the Hivites and the Jebusites. Seven nations greater, greater and mightier than thou. That, that was reality. That was what they were facing. That was true. You know, when, they, when that Egyptian army was behind them in the Red Sea in front of them, that was reality. That's where they were. They, they, they existed in that time and space, and yet they needed deliverance and God granted it. And when the Lord God... It says when, not if. It says when. When the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee, thou shalt smite them and utterly destroy them. And here's some instruction to us before I go and read the next one. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor shew mercy unto them. Neither shalt thou make marriages with them, Thy daughter thou shalt not give unto his son, nor his daughter shalt thou take unto thy son. For they will turn away thy son from following thee, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of the Lord be kindled against thee. And so, God help us, we need to be careful about how we make covenant with the world. And what we accept and decide is okay with the world. God has given us everything we need. There isn't anything else that we stand in need of when we're sanctified and holy before God. We don't need anything else. God has given it all to us. And so I want to go over to the 8th chapter. And He he commands them again. All the commandments which I command thee this day shalt thou observe to do. This is Moses talking to the people. That ye may live and multiply 
and go in and possess the land. He had given them the land of promise, hadn't he? What a wonderful, amazing land. And the land flowing with milk and honey and tell the story about them bearing grapes up between the vine, took two men to carry it. That was the, that was the, that was the land that God had given them. It was the promised land. It was filled with everything they needed. Today is not any different. It's the same way. When you come into the land that God has given us and we are sanctified and abide there in the land, everything we need, God provides. There is no equivocation. There's no, nothing that we need, but everything we need, God provides. And thou shalt remember all the way. And boy, we got a lot of history in this church and this just fits this verse. Thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. Now they had been 40 years in the wilderness and I can't imagine. I'm sure they had so many. All of these people every day, they were burying bodies, I'm sure. Every day. They had a multitude of, I don't know, million, two million people out there. And uh, they were in the wilderness for 40 years to humble thee. And to prove thee, to know what was in thy heart, whether thou would keep his commandments or no. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. That's what it says. Suffered thee to hunger. And so sometimes, you know, they got they got out there and they got hungry and they started complaining. And I don't know. Don't, I, I, boy, I, we're guilty of it, aren't we? We just get a little bit hungry and we start complaining. Get a little bit hungry and start complaining. Whatever that hunger may be. Physically, that's true too. Um, and he suffered thee to hunger that, and fed thee with manna. Yeah. Now then he provided everything they needed. And you, if you read the, the, the description in the Bible of manna, it says uh, was like a honeycomb or was like a wafer with honey or something like that. It sounds really good. Now they ate it for 40 years. <laughs> So uh, they began to complain about that too. But God provided. He fed thee with manna which thou knewest not. They didn't even know it. It didn't exist before God created it because there was a need. Just like when they marched to that Red Sea. The waters had never been rolled back before that time and yet God provided. So when we get in situations, I've been in this situation, I feel like kind of like maybe all of y'all have as well. Been in a situation and... and, um, I think sometimes we, we, we have a tendency, the world especially has a tendency to go to God as a last resort. It's like, well, I tried this and that didn't work, and I tried this and that didn't work, and I tried this and that didn't work. Well, but I, I don't know what else to do. Well, let me get down on my knees and pray to God. And I think maybe we, we and I, I'll say I, have that backwards. Because when we get in a situation, let's not worry about this solution or that solution or the other solution, but let's turn to God first. Above all else, and God will make a way where there seemeth to be no way. Um, he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Thy raiment wax not old, neither did thy foot swell these forty years. Thou shalt consider in thy heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God hath chastened. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord to walk in his ways and to fear him. And so, on down. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee. We love the babies, don't we? Isn't it great? I'm sorry, it's just great. I, I've had people um, in, in from other churches say, y'all need a nursery. And I said, no, we don't either. 
We want them right here with us. I love it. I just want to raise them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. I don't think there's anything more pretty. Sorry. Uh, didn't mean to say that. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks and water and a fountain and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then shalt thou bless the Lord thy God for the good land which He hath given thee. Beware that thou not forget the Lord thy God. After you've eaten a big old meal and are full, you get fat and happy. Y'all ever been that way? Sit back. There is the beware here. Beware that thou not forget the Lord thy God and not keeping His commandments and His judgments and His statutes which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and are full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when thou herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied. And I feel like that's a little bit of a good description of America today. We're an incredibly wealthy nation. Somebody told me just last week, they said that we're the only nation that has these storage spaces that are quite so successful. Because we got so much stuff (laughs) that on every corner, there's a storage space to keep our extra stuff where we might need it occasionally one day. That's America. When thou, all that thou hast is multiplied. And here's the danger. Then thou shalt thine heart be lifted up. And thou forget the Lord thy God, <coughs> which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through thy great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, He brought thee forth water out of the rock of Flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, that he might prove thee. And thou shalt say in thine heart, My power and the might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. Folks, we're blessed. You know the gospel. You've heard the the gospel. I know I see faces that have been coming here every year. We come here, Shinkatek, and y'all are here. And we thank you so much for that, as Brother Tim mentioned. We appreciate it so much. Um, and I don't know where you stand today. I don't, I don't stand in judgment of anybody here. I don't know where you stand. But you know where you stand. You know where you stand before God. And so if your heart has a need, God's here. It's provided everything you need. Don't, don't think that the way you are and your power and your strength and your might have gotten you this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for He it is that giveth thee power to good wealth, that He may establish His covenant, which He sware unto thy fathers, as it is this day. And so, and it shall be, if thou do it all, forget the Lord. He goes on to tell you, if you do it all, forget the Lord, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify before you this day that ye shall surely 
perish. And so all the message that we have is just choose God this morning. There is no greater message than choose God. God can deliver you out of sin into a life of righteousness and holiness. The world today, that's uh, from what I understand, I don't visit a lot of other churches now anymore uh, that I quit photographing weddings. Um, but uh, the world today doesn't have that message very greatly. But I want to tell you the Word of God has that message. And so let us not lean. I don't want you to listen to me. I want you to go home and read it for yourself. It's in the Word of God. That God has required us to be the Lord God. God is holy and He's required us to be holy too. And best of all, He's provided a way that we can be holy. And so I invite you to serve God tonight, uh, this morning. And I'm so thankful for what God has given us. We are blessed among us. Y'all pray for me. God bless.